Thank you for checking out the second episode of the Cam and Joe Show. In this episode, we talk about how to stay optimistic in trying times. Also, how to plant seeds of hope and what they produce. I hope you enjoy. extra side when you're getting a tuna fish sandwich because if you don't it's just too much mayonnaise and it's just gross and there's our lead-in for the morning. <laughs> i literally i did i literally did that i i i sat down i went how many different awful lead-ins can i do i filmed myself just saying different lead-ins. and the first one was mayonnaise it wasn't actually i'm pretty sure it was and that's why you don't shave a poodle bear and i was like what and i started different conversations like that with people i like that and they're like excuse me but just now when you said poodle bear, you know what I thought of? I thought of a poodle bear. It's 2023. You know, you couldn't put a best. Some mad scientist. There's got to, there's probably a poodle bear out there is somewhere. There, is there a bear poodle, poodle? Poodle bear lab leak theory? There's got to be. There has got to be. In the woods of Los some, Angeles. Some things can come out of Wuhan, man. You just, you just never know. I love it, There's man. There's got to be. So number two, man. Good morning, bro. How you doing? I'm so well, man. I'm blessed. How are you? Fantastic. It is Friday. It's Friday. Oh. It's Friday morning. I'm with my buddy. We're drinking some delicious coffee. Delicious. Huh? I, would, I would cheers to you, but the second cup you made, you gave to our producer. I did. just a good man. I've also five-day coffee purge. See, you own a coffee shop. Why would you coffee purge? That just so there's there's things that are wise. I will tell and you. And then there's things that Joe does. So <laughs> well, let me explain. <laughs> so when I was working on the humankind film, uh-huh. I, at one point I was doing 23-hour days. Oh no. For two months. How much how much so, caffeine did you put in? <laughs> two pots of coffee, two pots of tea, seven energy drinks daily. That's not all right. And so I was in a fishbowl for so long that's not and then like could have pickled your liver bro bro. it was so bad luckily i forgot to drink water you say luckily (laughs) i'm kidding oh my god (laughs) totally kidding the fact that i'm alive is 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 god yeah 100 so 100 i literally looked at that and i went huh i could call a cardiologist because i know what i did or i could just stay off caffeine yeah so then i got off caffeine and then everyone's like coffee and i was like okay god you're funny that's funny how that works so what year what year was humankind humankind was six years ago so we're looking at 2016 so like and you just had your what anniversary of the coffee shop six years okay so so literally got it you finish all of that you're like all right coffee purge i need to clean my system out then god's like hey you should open a coffee shop yeah and so i literally went and so i still do it i do one cup a day that's about what i do and i and then i'll do about better be a good strong cup well it's amazing i have a natural energy so it's not as much oh, as i feel that so like, imagine imagine for work you stare at w2s <clears throat> you stare at w2s and pay stubs all day long didn't know you were painting a and, horror picture then, oh no, no no this is this is this is real life you're staring at W-2s and pay stubs all day long, calculating income, and that's your life every day. That sounds amazing. Every day. Yeah. And imagine just one cup of coffee. I'm all about one cup of coffee. I yeah. drink one cup of coffee as well. I just drink it at a time. 
all all throughout the day. Like all I'll, the time. I'll, I'll, I'll sit with friends or I'll have lunch with some realtors and we'll be anywhere and they'll joke and they're like, he's going to ask for coffee. Yep. And it's lunch, like a whatever, having a grilled chicken. If you see me at Dancing Tomato and yep. I'm having lunch and it's a grilled chicken Caesar salad, I'm having coffee with that. And the, the waitress is like, coffee? I'm like, yes, hey, yes, well, please. I am under this understanding. I don't like anything owning me. I don't want anything controlling me. Yeah, I feel that. So like... I like to game, but if I'm playing and all of a sudden I'm like, I spent too much time yeah. full turkey. Yeah. I, you know, love music. Um, if I find myself obsessing over it for X amount of time, I'll sure. go, hey, I need to. Yeah. Because to me, it's the moments that you spend, you just analyze your life and you realize the things mm. are important. And if you're doing something that's not important for a super long period of time. So I don't like anything controlling me in that. And, and so I'm weird like that. So even with coffee, I'll do about three Weeks, four weeks, I'll drink a cup every day. Yeah. And then I'm going, time out. Mm. Let's just get off it. I'm good. Just give it a little bit of time. So, Are there meetings for people that should probably drink coffee less? Yeah. <laughs> should I start one? Yes, you should. <laughs> uh, you should start at Steelhouse Coffee. <laughs> Joe, I've got a new group. We're going to meet weekly and talk about this is our, how we should drink coffee less. This is our CA meeting, Coffee Anonymous. Yeah, coffee. And here at Coffee Anonymous. Yeah, so I feel you know I don't know I, I've always been that way I I've never liked something controlling me no for sure so 100%. that's why I do it, it I get it's that. not uh, I sell it so I I always keep up on quality control and I want to make sure I'm roasting the coffee yeah. around me all the time yeah and that may sound like blasphemy but hey hey all good yeah you know what you're good at you know what you're passionate about allow those two things to merge and absolutely and it's a good day somebody was asking me yesterday morning they're like how's your week going. And we're, I mean, gosh, if you're in, if you're in lending right now, yeah. I think it was Monday morning. I woke up, phone's like, you know, whatever. You scroll it down, the first thing, headline, Google, mortgage applications at a 28 year low. I'm like, awesome. I'm in mortgage lending. Good times, right? Oh, for sure. And then, like, literally next morning, whoop, Tuesday morning, wake up. Uh, interest rates hit a 26 year high. I'm just like, wow. All right. Good times. Thanks, Google. So I literally just like, took the google news thing off the phone like i don't want to start with your negativity right. i don't need your you i don't, I don't need you i don't Thanks. need you to and and then i was kind of catching myself and i've never been one to grab my phone in the first i mean other than my alarm going off i've never yeah. been big on grabbing my phone in the first 20 30 minutes of my morning just because i don't I'm not trying to right sure. so but i definitely caught myself in that little trend of waking up pulling it down not even like opening up instagram or facebook or anything social just kind of seeing world news and my gosh mm -hmm. world news right now you can start going down some we did crazy yeah fire. yeah some some dark thoughts and you start getting all this and you're like you know what god yeah there are things in my life i can like we were chatting before we started there are yeah. things in my life god that i can control and there are things in my life that I cannot control. So, God, I just lay before you yes. what I cannot control mm -hmm. and give me wisdom and discernment in the items and the aspects of my life that I can control. Yeah. And as long as we do our absolute best in what we can control, allow that to ripple effect, then we're going to do our best with any day that God that God gives us. Absolutely. Well, I, and I think it's easy to get into the toxic spiral. 
right? I call yeah. it the spiral of death because all of a sudden something happens that you can't control and another thing happens you can't control and another thing happens you can't control. Yeah. Then all of a sudden you look at everything and you're all, why does everything suck so bad? Yeah. Yeah. And then you have to reset, rethink. And it's, you know, I'm blessed to have a wife and kids. So when I get home, Same. that even if the day is awful, I can yep. just go, oh. I'm still, I'm, I am still so blessed. Oh, man. Because I still have so much that so many people want and aspire to have. Yes. And that, and that, that's, that's just refocusing. That's just retooling. The, one of the, the best parts of this week, and it ended up being a great week for work. I helped. Love it. Helped five families open escrow this week. So Dude, it ended up just being amazing. a crazy work week. Thank yeah. God. Because it's been so slow. Best part of my week had nothing to do with escrow, had nothing to do with lending. Yeah. Monday morning, 8.15, myself and 12, 13 volunteers yeah. uh, met up, linked up with our friends at the Yuba Center Food Bank. It's amazing. Um, quick segue, Thursday, last Thursday, a uh, crew of volunteers and myself met up at the food bank, yep. put together just over a thousand food boxes. That's amazing. Course of like an hour and a half. Yeah. And the food bank, shout out to the food bank, my friends at the food bank. They, oh man, it's such a well-oiled machine. It's incredible. And we've been volunteering there now going on two years. So yeah. every time we do it, we get better at it. Every time we're there, the coordinator, um, shout out to my friend Maria Ball, and that whole crew over there, um, they, they have it all set up. So long, five or six tables long, and there's just pallet, 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 pallet. Non-perishable food items going in, bop, 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 bop. Every box has a certain amount of canned fruit, vegetable, so on and so forth. It's a type of protein. Yeah. Get it all done, package it up, set it on a uh, set it on a pallet. They'll wrap it, throw it into the truck. And that's all we had ever done until a couple months ago. And then... A lot of people started asking me, well, like, now what? Like, we, we see it go onto the pallet, get wrapped, and go into the up on the uh, pallet truck and then yeah. stacked in the, in the warehouse. What's next? And then they started asking us, like, hey, do you guys want to be part of the actual donation drives? I'm like, yes. Oh, like, that's, that's, the, that's the meat and potato. Well, yeah, you get to see people. You get to see people. You get to physically pick up the boxes that we – because it, it, it feels good to go and volunteer at the food bank put things into boxes, you yeah. know that that box is eventually going to positively impact a family. That part feels good. Check that box, right? Yeah. But then when you when you get to interact with the people, the family rolls up in the truck, good morning, how you doing? You know, having that quick little spark of just love and energy and just kind of lifting them up. How you doing, ma'am? And then like it, just chatting with them, right? Just trying to be a little bit of a bright spot in their day. And then right there, um, you're just throwing that same box that we had put together based on how many individuals are in their family and what Absolutely, they need. Yeah. Boom. And just setting it. And then down the, down the line, the cars go, but it was sombering Monday morning, starting the week, rolling into the Kmart parking lot. And, uh, the Sutter County allows us to use the old loading docks for Kmart. Yep. So the, uh, the food bank trucks will back in right there. They'll get all everything off the pallet that we need. And, Cars will start lining up at 7.15, 7.30 to get in line for the 8.30 donation. Yeah. And when I rolled up into the parking lot, I was like, is there some kind of festival going on? Like, what's happening? Yeah. The cars, too wide, lined all the way up against the tennis courts uh, behind Kmart, all the way down up against NS Fit Health Club, and all the way down, almost all through the the front of the parking lot of Kmart, almost wow. all the way to gray, too wide. And I'm just like, this is why you're here. Yeah, like, 100%. This is why you're here. Yeah. If if you can if you can make 
a positive impact on this many people yeah. this morning, you're going to have a great week. Zero escrows, five escrows, that's God controls sure. my finances. Sure. And he's faithful in that, and he always has been. This is why you're here. Love on these people, yeah. positively impact these people. So the And the hope is that you give them something that they can go and give to somebody else, despite the food and despite, you know, the, the food bank and all that they do and, and actually feeding these families. If you can just positively impact someone in that regard, allow them to take that home with them. I don't know. It just, it just goes back into, you never know what, you don't know what you don't know. Yeah. You never know what somebody's going through. You, you don't know how a smile is going to change their life, how sure. holding the door for an individual may just be the spark that allows them to maybe not give up hope on society. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Well, so I think those opportunities. Hope is a seed. And when it's planted, hmm. it, it, it brings good fruit. You know what I mean? Period. And I think that... Judge the tree by the fruit. Yeah. And it, we live in a place... One of my favorite scriptures is, Hope deferred causes a heart to grow weak. But then it continues, A promise fulfilled is like a tree planted next to everlasting waters. And so... Come on. Like, we can look at the financial market and get discouraged. You Absolutely. can look at the housing market and get discouraged. Mm -hmm. You can look at just... Everything. Everything. You every can look at anything day. right now and be discouraged. Yep. And you have a reason to be. I mean, mm -hmm. because there is all this stuff going on, but that's when you go, you know what? It's not going to be like this forever. No. And hang in, hold fast, hold fast. Who's around me? Who can yeah. I bless? Who can I be around? What can we do? How can we help establish things? Um, and, and that's what matters because in the end, when we're planting those seeds of hope and we're watering them, they're going to bring forth fruit and that fruit's going to go back. Again. 100%. You know, it's so easy in business element to think about the bottom line, to always looking at the dog. Mm -hmm. I've been, uh, so I've been taking a fast from uh, news because it's been so much, right? Yeah. So the last four days, I normally, yeah. I have a couple of daily podcasts keeping me up with news. Mm -hmm. so I just keep what's going on. I was like, I can't, like my mm -hmm. heart was so heavy and I get hurting it. so hard. Mm -hmm. I, I can't even do it. So I was like, all right. So I was like, what else do I have? So I started like, oh, here's some business podcasts I haven't checked out. I'll check them out. So I started listening to them. And it was awesome to hear them talk about process. But mm -hmm. one thing that bothered me consistently is it was so much about the bottom line. It wasn't about people and the impact that it had. It was like, oh, yeah, you can get X amount of leads by paying X amount of money. If you do this with X amount of things, this formula sure. works with X, and then you'll make X amount of money. You want to be a millionaire by this age? You just do this, yeah. this, this, and this. That's great. But even the guy I was listening, one of the guys I was listening to goes, yeah, I was a millionaire by the age of 26, and then I was bored, and I was lonely, and I didn't know what to do because I s arrived and didn't have anybody mm -hmm. to share it with. Lonely at the top. So, and then, I mean, that's a thing that no one talks about. The number one suicide range is people that are in the million-dollar range. It's not poverty. It's not. You can go into a third-world country. None of them are killing themselves. They're, they're, they may yeah, be digging a hole in the back and taking a dump, but they're not killing themselves. Yeah, that's wild. So as soon as you change that paradigm of success equals X, like, no, yeah, no, it, no, it does not. In America, we do a really good job of putting up this gaslight of being mm -hmm. like, this is how you're happy. Mm -hmm. Amazon will make you happy. Money will mm -hmm. make you happy. And, yep. and it doesn't. Then you get there and all you want is more time You get to the end of your life. And it doesn't matter what's in your bank account. All you want is more time and regret not spending more time. It's just like, ugh. yeah. One thing that I've always. <clears throat> one thing I've always done, and I've done this honestly 
since I was a kid. I've always praised, prayed for wisdom and discernment. I feel like this is something that God has given me. Sure. I've always, in any circumstance or any situation, I always take myself out of it, and it allows me to be just uberly, grossly present in a situation. And, and it's it's a matter of taking yourself out of a certain situation, taking yourself to the end of your life, and then seeing that situation that you're in right now at the end of your life, having a conversation with yourself at the end, mm. saying, hey, me at the end of my life, what would I do differently? Or how would I spend, how would I best spend this time now that I'm here? Mm. And then like kind of having this very intrinsic but deep conversation with yourself, future cast. And and most often than not, that conversation is just focus, focus, yeah. blinders on, focus. Nothing else matters other than that moment. So love on your people. Yeah. Spend time with them. Yep. Remember the best ratio that God gave us is two years, one mouth. Shut up and listen. Hear people out. That's all so many people need. For sure. Period. Well, well my, um, so my music mentor was also my pastor growing up, um, Bob Hall. Mm -hmm. I called him Uncle Pastor Bob. Him and my dad were best friends. They hung out all the time. And uh, I remember, sad he passed ooh, 10 years ago. Um, almost longer than that, 12 years. Anyways, when he passed, I remember going to the funeral. And it was at the Church of Glad Tidings Church. And it can seat 900 people. And then it's got the lobby. Well, it was packed inside there were no seats standing room in the back mm. the lobby was packed people were outside of the building impact and i was just like oh mm. and they left it and i've never seen this at a funeral they left it open um for anybody to tell a story they didn't actually set a time limit they mm -hmm. said hey if you need to go you need to go we're just gonna have testimonies we're gonna honor him just tell stories and i heard over a hundred stories of people saying he was my best friend and he cared about me from, from people I've never even heard of yeah. to pastors of churches now to all of these things. And it was one of those like, wow. And I, I, I sat there in dis disbelief and I remember I was just sitting there and I was just trying to process it because I'd never seen an impact like that before. I've never, you hear about it, right? Mm -hmm. But I've never, ever seen it. And I sat there and I just was like, I can't live up to that. I can't do that. And big shoes. Oh man. And I just felt, you know, I just, you know how God speaks. I just felt in my heart. And he just said, he's like, every conversation can lead to this. Every moment you have can lead to this. Right. Absolutely. And so that's the reality. How we impact our lives, you know, um, it's a wonderful life. Love the movie. <laughs> but that movie actually impacts me. I love, I love that he's a Loan officer. <laughs> That's why you got it. I got it. Okay. I got it. Too many because times. of oh, it's wonderful life. No, I just love every Christmas where I'm like, he's so stressed out, and I'm like, I'm like, wait, oh yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. No. This resonates. <laughs> this really resonates. <laughs> so you know, but like that movie, it, it, it sums it up. You can't yeah. see the impact that you're having. Mm -hmm. You can only see the failures. You know, you never can see that farther thing. Absolutely. Um, and sometimes, sometimes your impact lives long enough for you to see it yeah sometimes it doesn't and there's that amount of understanding mm -hmm. where you have to go i'm okay yeah the impact that i made i don't get to see 
at least here. Yes, exactly. At least on earth. 100%. You know. But I think if anything, if you're just future minded or, or heavenly minded in that regard, you're just putting crown, putting jewels in your crown. Yep. In heaven, just from every positive impact and loving on people. Yeah. If it gets down to the root reason, why are we here? Yeah. Why are we created? We're created for connectivity. You know, God wanted to interact with us. He didn't make us as robots. He wanted us to interact. So we're built with a specific puzzle piece hole yep. in our bodies, yep. in our spirits, in our minds, and that is only filled with connection, period. First and foremost with him, and then individuals, our family, our friends, and, and those that we interact with, people in our community. I mean, if, we are, if we are built as yeah. communal beings, gosh, and then you take us to 2020 and everything is stay home, don't gather, and then what happens? Suicide rates shoot through the roof, yep. and you're kind of like, of course they did. It's terrible to say, but you're, of course they did. If we are community, communal beings at the foundational core at our at an anatomical level and all of a sudden we're told that we can't connect and that's what we're built to do yeah for sure it's like oh, what well i mean i even think about you know what did jesus say i mean the, the, he said all all of these can be filled all of the commands can be fulfilled by these two things he says in matthew love your god with all your heart soul mind and strength and love your neighbor as you love yourself okay so i love the introvert debate it's like, oh, I'm an introvert. I don't like people. Okay, I'm going to call BS on that. Mm -hmm. You're an introvert. That means you love people intently. Yeah, and in a different put, way. And if they don't put that intent back, yeah. you have a hard time receiving it. Sure. I'm an extrovert, so you I don't, don't mind having... Oh, you are? No, no never. Um, I have no I have no problem going, hey, how's it going? And just having those conversations when yeah. I'm around people. I get energy. Yeah. That makes sense, but the energy input and output has nothing to do with how you receive love and how right. you need community. Because if, if you're by yourself and you are used to seeing that guy walk his dog outside the window, that may seem like a, just a, a random occurrence mm -hmm. that happens every day. You see it, no big deal. But then it becomes part of your life and you're used to seeing it. And then when you don't see it, there's a sadness like, oh... Oh, it's the dog's okay. Right? It's this consistency that we're used to. And so whenever anything gets thrown out of our consistency, we wonder, we mm -hmm. we're curious, we we worry. Uh, and and that's where hope needs to come in, right? It, yeah. It's in that place of worry when we need to go, you know what? I don't know what to do, but I have this person. I'm going to call them and see how they're doing. And even if you're both saying the exact same thing, even if you're like, yeah, it's been really hard. Yeah, firm, it has been really hard. Firm believer in right? that. There, you're at least talking. You're at least having a connection. You're making something. You're taking the worst case experience and you're making it something as a memory with somebody that they can help, even if it's having the conversation, getting it off your chest. Having that confidant is so important. So I always laugh. One hundred percent. You'll hear people like, "I'm an introvert. I don't. Uh, I don't like people. I don't like. <laughs> no." That's not mm -hmm. true. I'm an extrovert. I love people. Uh, no, yeah. that's not true. Yeah. There are times when They're I'm They're not constants. No. What I hate, I will say, if I have one pet peeve, my biggest pet peeve is surface Bad level. coffee. Okay, sorry. Well, that, there's that. Got it. Um, not, well, not, when I'm on a, not when I'm not having any coffee. So, um, But my biggest pet peeve is surface level conversations when you can tell yeah. 
You know what I mean? You're talking yeah. with somebody. You're like, how are you doing? They're like, um, I'm good. You, know, yeah. you okay? You want to talk about it? No, I don't want to talk yeah. about it. And you're like, okay, I get it. It's your thing. I'm open for you to talk. And that's cool. Like, whatever. Respecting. I get it. Two weeks later. How you doing? Oh. Mm. You want to talk about it? No. I think I've I've always struggled with that because I don't I, I and if you're a friend of mine, you know this. I don't I don't let people get away For very sure. often with really surface level conversations like i'll i'll because it'll be on my mind for the rest of the day if i chat with somebody and and i see that they're yes maybe not doing well they're now they're on my heart and they're on my heart for a reason yes i feel absolutely and then and then i'll reach out and be like hey you know just checking in on you um you know is is everything is everything okay and I've I've actually had some people take that like the wrong way. Like I was like trying to pry, and I'm like, that's not my intent. Like I just want to make sure that you're good. Yeah. Like if you're good, I'm good. Like I, I I want to make sure that you are in a good headspace. I respect your boundaries. I respect who you are. Yeah. But I see that something's off, and yeah. I'm trying to be an open door for you. And mm-hmm. I want to have this conversation because yeah. I care about you. Because and that individual may not have those people. And I think yeah. I think those individuals are the ones that are a little bit more like, whoa, hold, like oh, I'm good, and they just put up the front, like, oh, I'm I'm good, I got it all together. It's like, okay, I'm a safe space, I'm a safe place. Like, let's let's have a conversation. But absolutely. Well, and it's always funny because I see more of that mindset in business. Oh yeah. And and what it is is oh, your competition. I don't care. Yeah. If let's we're all... the last two people on earth trying to sell coffee. Yeah. I care about you. You yeah. seem like something's off. Let's talk. 100%. It's not about that. If it, if all I was put on this earth to do was to make coffee, I would hate life. Okay. I like it. No, I, I honestly I enjoy I get it. it. I get it. But I handing that it. cup of coffee, seeing the expression, mm-hmm. having that conversation, that is yeah. the moment that yeah. I cherish. One hundred percent. Not sitting there making you a cup of coffee. No, no. I want to make sure you know. And and so, the connection. The older I get, the more I realize, is it age that makes you not want to have good conversation? Because think about it, when you're a kid, like you're, you're five years old, and I remember plenty of times someone like mess with me. I'd be like, I don't want to talk with you. Why? I'm mad at you. Why mm-hmm. are you mad? I want to tell you. Well, tell me. Well, you said this about mm. me. I didn't like that. And you confront Two weeks like, ago. Oh. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, they confront you. There's a confrontation. And then what happens? If Resolve. It's resolved. And then next, you know, that guy's my best friend. Yeah. It's fixed. Don't just. And, and but God, there's so much wisdom. There's so much wisdom in that. And there's so much poison in keeping things to yourself. Yeah. It just I mean, destroys you, man. Uh, going back to our first podcast when we were chatting about the strength of trees is in the roots. Yep. And the strength of trees are when those roots lock in together. And despite the storm, they're together and they're locked in. No matter what's happening up at the top of the tree, that tree's not going anywhere because that strength and root system and that and those roots in line together. And I think it's this, I think there's this mindset that we have of, I don't want to call it subservient. It's almost like a classism. It's a mindset that because you're making more than me, we aren't equal. Or because you're making less than me, we're not equal. And we allow money to become that monetary thing. And that is when I believe that money is the root of all evil. It's, it it is when it becomes more important than the love of money. And I think the that love of money, a hundred percent. I mean, I think that that's what people don't realize is that has permeated so much in our society that we mm. allow that to determine our own success and our feeling of 
success. Yeah. That's a problem. I totally agree. And, and so when you talk with somebody, it's like, oh, they're super successful. I can't really talk with them. And you find they're just regular dude. Or you talk no. to somebody who's not as successful and they're like, oh, will you help me with it? Well, that's your journey you're on. I can help you with whatever. Well, yeah. you know, I'll help you with some stuff. Here's some things that I would do. Meeting people where they're at. The magic is in meeting people where they're at. I, I love, <clears throat> and that's something that, yes, is there monotony to lending? Yes, but there's monotony to making coffee. There's <laughs> Everything to working at Staples and there's yep. monotony to anything, right? But what I, what I always enjoyed the most about the fitness industry was my clients. And what I enjoy now most about lending is my clients. It all comes back to people and yeah. just meeting them where they're at. And I love, I love, love, love when I get a review and it literally says nothing about whatever, the interest rate or the loan or the da 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 that it's like, Cam was so human and was, and was so present and answered all of our questions. And we made an incredible friendship out of the escrow. Well, that's the best people. Scratch is like the most internal itch <laughs> that I have. Well, that's the best people in any, any, any group, any demographic, any group. It's those people that are doing it because they want to serve other people. Yeah. They want to help better other people. Yeah. You know, like it's funny in the hospital, most of the people that worked there was like, I remember I was six and I broke my leg and the paramedics came and they picked me up and they, they took care of me. And I remember sure. being in the hospital and everyone was so nice that's why they became a nurse. Hmm. Well, that's why they became a doctor. It's yeah. always something resonating with something else because of the kindness that was yeah. pursued, which creates hope. And that hope drove them 18 years of their life to mm -hmm. become something and to influence that market. That's the power we have that. with one moment of kindness. But think about, you talk, you know, most people you talk to are mechanics. They're like, yeah, I started working on cars to help my buddy out. And I realized I really liked it. Or yep. my dad was a mechanic and I totally want to get it. Yeah. It's, it's always based off of serving each other. We've allowed our our tasks that we do to become more predominant when that isn't. No, that's not it. It's never been the case. And when not you get not. really good at something, you get so good at it, your brain now wanders. How many times have you been sitting there looking at the papers and you're just, you're going through the numbers and your brain, you know you're doing the right math, but your brain is, wee. <laughs> that happens. Well, it, it it, I'm going to blame my clients too because we usually end up talking about our families and they see my family up on the wall and they sure. start asking questions and their kids down on the floor playing with like the books and the tanks and Absolutely. the balls that I have in my office. And next thing you know, we're like 30 minutes in and we're just like laughing and they're like, so lending. I'm like, oh yeah, oh yeah, you, sorry, you're good. You're good. You guys are already ran credit earlier and uh, here's your pre-approval letter. Did everything. And, that, and they're just like, wow. Awesome. So good. <laughs> like, did, did you want another cup of coffee? Like, I don't know. I, the connection side, the connection side, if you can find a connection side of any industry, yep. I feel it's going to allow you to be more passionate. Period. If you can, if you can at any aspect, like I'm thinking of being in a coffee shop. Yep. I love walking into Steelhouse and I love when the crew from behind, hey, Cam, like, I'm just like, that's oh. where I want to be. Yeah, I always yeah. tell what's a rule, and, and if you're not said, if this doesn't happen to you when you go to Steelhouse, you need to tell them, hey, this didn't happen, mm. so they can fix it. The rule is to say hello anytime someone walks in and say goodbye every time someone leaves. Love that. To let them know that they're acknowledged. Absolutely. They're not just a every, person. Every single person. They're not just yeah. a person that comes in, that sits down, yeah. and is ignored. They're not inventory. They're not two coffees and a sandwich and a bagel. It's no. not about that. It's about building that community. And I know the importance of just being acknowledged. 
just being acknowledged can change somebody's entire day when they feel like they're stuck in a monotony and yep. their whole life is in this big mm. loop. They're literally Groundhog Day, right? They're yep. stuck in this loop and get out of it. And I think that's why you have a lot of people. I, and I, you know, I think that's why there's midlife crises. I think it's because they're in this cycle that mm. never stops and they never get acknowledged for anything they other have to than break out of the monotony. And then they're like, I need to change it. So I'm mm. leaving. This red Corvette's going to do it. <laughs> I'm going to be so much happier now with this red Corvette in my grouse. Am I the only person that makes those jokes? I like literally been driving mine. I'm like, oh, there's midlife crisis. Mm -hmm. My wife's like, be nice. I'm like, it just, it's very evident. <laughs> I mean, come on, look at him. <laughs> come on, I'm not trying to be mean. So there's anything with nice things. Not that there's anything wrong with nice things. No, not at all. But. You can tell. You got to put your appropriate prioritizations. You got to put your behind in your past. No, no, no. Yeah. You got to put your past behind. You got to put your past in your behind. <laughs> Lion King. Oh, man, I love it. So, yeah. Two minutes after a Groundhog's Day quote. Yes. So I, I genuinely think that's the way it works, though. And I think 100%. because we start seeing these systems, right? I'm a firm believer that everything is a system and that we want to feel like we're part of those systems. But some of those systems are not meant for us to feel a part of because it's not productive. Yeah. Right? And so there's that business yeah. element where I understand this system is not a system. You have to change. You have to change what you feel is productive. Yes. What is what what is productive and why is the goal only productivity? Or allow productivity to be more impact-based, less stock number, this many pounds of coffee were sold, this many sandwiches, had to buy three loaves of sourdough bread. Yep. Allow that to be the connection aspect. Obviously harder to quantify and obviously harder to run a business purely off of just passion because you have to have some numbers involved there as well, yeah. right? But that, that's the that's the mindset. Well, I think that's what I, that's why I like. Um, have, you, have you ever listened to Simon Sinek? I don't know that I have. He's amazing. Okay. He does. He actually talks to CEO board members and he goes, "I love it when they give me the line." We're here for the customer. And he goes, you are on a board. You haven't talked with a customer in six mm. years. How can you say you're actually in it for the customer? Because you've never met one. Mm. <laughs> and they're like, uh, and he goes, don't lie. If yeah. you're not, your job isn't to do that. Your job is to do this. Just acknowledge that's your job. Yeah. Don't give yourself a line and feel like you're doing something that you're not. Mm. And I think that's right. Truth will always make manifest itself. And, and so like, that's why when I look at all the darkness that's happening and all these things and I look at how much of this stuff that has been established is the process of truth being manifest itself. Like, we spent too much during COVID. That sucked. The truth is we're now experiencing what that happened mm -hmm. right now. Yep. It manifested itself whether we wanted it to or not. Absolutely. It's easy for us to go, well, that's not... Imagine if you lie to yourself. Imagine if you, you know, you, you helping somebody as fitness... And they're like, oh, yeah, Twinkies, super healthy. Yeah, I got a protein Twinkie. It's like the best thing ever. And you look at it and you're like, yeah, it's 100 grams of carbs and three grams of protein. Yeah. You're like, yeah, but focus on the protein. They're like, man, it's so healthy. <laughs> and so they, they start downing it. They start downing it. And they're like, yeah, man, I'm going to get so fit. This is like my favorite snack. Six months later. When they've gained 20 pounds, mm. their knees hurt mm -hmm. and they don't have the energy they had them before. Yeah. You didn't have to tell them. By the way. That uh, the Twinkie's not good. He's going to be like, man, I think something's up. I think these Twinkies are a lie. He's going to be like, yeah. What do you know? What do you know? Right. If you give away billions and trillions of dollars, <laughs> the value of the dollar may go down. Who'd have thought? Yeah. So I just, thought? and that's when I look at a lot of things and I laugh. And this is why, like, I, I've been backing out of listening to politics and stuff yeah. because I'm, we're at a point now yeah, where as, as ugly as it is, you don't need it. we're seeing the truth. 
Yep. And the truth is ugly sometimes. It's mm -hmm. not what I want. You know, yeah. if I wake up and I'm exhausted and I look in the mirror and I'm like, oh, let's see. And you scream? <laughs> normally. Okay, got it. That's normally after I do got a it. slap check to, to see how long the jiggling stops. And then when it stops, I go, three seconds. Yes. <laughs> Down from four. Down from four. <laughs> it's my morning routine. No one steal it. Jack, three, two, one. <laughs> it's still going. <laughs> Regina, you okay? Yeah, I cut myself shaving. Why do you cry every morning? Is there sharp razors? <laughs> oh, uh, so uh, if <laughs> I remember that was freaking big. Oh, but the truth will manifest itself no matter what, and and I think that that's something we have 100%. to we have to come to terms with. We have to look at ourselves in the mirror and go, okay, truth is violent sometimes. Mm -hmm. Sometimes truth is not what we want, and and you know if you have bitterness between another person and that bitterness escalates to a place in your heart where you're going to hurt somebody Squash. the truth of the matter is you're going to harm them mm -hmm. if you hate yourself so much for x amount of time the truth of the matter is you're going to harm yourself mm -hmm. these are things that people don't want to talk about but these Period. are truths mm -hmm. okay and when the lie disappears and you're only left with the truth if you don't have the people around you to help you pick those pieces back up it's going to be hard. And, Very. you know, that's why I look at all this stuff happening. And there's this like, oh, like you were saying, you saw all that news and you're like, oh, mm -hmm. but there's that part of me that goes, you know what? I have such a good community that even if the worst thing happens, we're going to come together. Yep. We're, we're, we're not going to forget people. We're not going to leave people out. We're going to find a place for people. Mm -hmm. That's because we've created a community and a society like that. And that's the reason I have friends moving. They're like, oh, California sucks. I'm mm -hmm. because. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, Good for you, man. Okay. And then I'm like, where are you going? Oh, I'm going out to so-and-so. Do you have any family out there? Well, no. Well, why? The house is, is cheaper and everything's cheaper. Like so. And I don't like the So politics. the goal is cheaper. And I'm like, so you want to leave a, live a cheaper life and, and not have politics? So you're running away from the fight or running away from the issue that's happening now. Mm -hmm. And then when you get there, you're expecting it not to follow you. Mm -hmm. And you're going to go, yeah. And then 15 years later, you're going to be like, man, everything changed. It's like. Grass is not always greener. Never is. And the only thing that keeps Green it, where you water it. You know, if you have a community, you can survive the worst times. And if you are by yourself. Because you're, you're not in it alone. You're in it together. And if you you have all the best things, man, like again, the millionaires, the suicide rate, like that's an important thing mm -hmm. to look at. If you have all of the best things, you have all the things in the world, but you don't have anybody to share it with, you don't have that community, you don't have a reason to invest it back, you're not looking at bringing hope into people and watering those seeds, you run into that existential crisis that causes you to go, why am I here? Yep. Right? And as soon as you're questioning that and you realize that all of the years of hard work and pursuit and energy and sacrifice of relationship and family and yep i gotta get to the top lonely at the top well, you, you've stepped on everybody's neck to get there yep and you didn't bring anyone with you so all of your prior relationships are in spite of your success and the truth that you ignored that you excited decided to live in a lie it manifested itself until the truth finally hit you and that's when i you know yeah. i told my kid the other day there was an Something happened. He's like, someone said such and such. I said, guess what? That is what he believes. Totally fine. Leave him alone. Yeah. If it is true to him, then it, it, truth will manifest itself in its own way. It is not our job to call out a lie. Mm -hmm. It is our job to love somebody. And then Period. wherever they're at, be part of their community. So whatever does happen, we can be there to help them. Yep. I hate the mindset of I told you so. And I hate the mindset Poisonous. of you deserve this. 
because it all it is is just bitterness. Watch out. Because <laughs> now a, you're living in that again, you're living in yucky, that lie. That's a yucky place to be. What happens when it manifests itself? Again, see, this is how I it's how I look at things. And and this is even why I wanted to start the podcast with you, because we have an optimism naturally. We look at the mm -hmm. world, and even though bad things happen, how many times I'm like, bro, this is going on. You're like, hey man, let's talk, let's have coffee, let's chit chat. And we'll talk about the good things, we'll talk about the bad things, but at mm -hmm. the end, we know that we love each other. And and the fact that I know that that I have relationships like that is more impactful than anything else. 100%. And the thought of let's have our conversation impact other people's conversation and let's not look at all this negative stuff. You know, when when the COVID lockdowns hit, I actually, we did a live podcast for a month and all I did was look up positive news. <laughs> you have to. I literally went, oh, did you know that uh, in, in, uh, in Russia, a guy just farmed vegetables that was... In a snow base, he actually put copper coils under the ground to heat the soil and then grew vegetables in the middle of a blizzard. He invented it. Like, I was literally looking up stuff like that, I just trying that. to give positive information. Yeah, give, give somebody something to hold on to. Because so, in, a, in a world where it's so quick to turn on the news and just get, get so yep. devastated with yep. negativity, if you have no... That's an, to completely <clears throat> forward your point there. Why are we doing this podcast? This podcast is to positively impact people. Yes. Period. People can listen to this on their way to work. They can listen to it while they're on the treadmill. I want it to positively impact them in some way. I want to interview people that are making a difference. I want to collaborate, rub shoulders with people that are making a difference and an impact. Yep. And then as soon as you realize that anyone is a great candidate on this show, Purely because anyone at any age, profession, uh, no matter how much they make or don't make, or whatever, whether it's a for-profit or a non-profit or whatever it is, we're all here for a reason. Yep. And again, at our most anatomical level, we're built for connection. And this is about community and connection and loving on people. Absolutely. And, and getting individuals that are like-minded to rally around each other and support each other. And the wider you cast that net of optimism and the wider you cast that net of just passion and love, you bring more people with you wherever you're going. Absolutely. And I may not always know where I'm going, but I know that I'm going to love people on the way. Yeah. So if you're interested in being on this podcast, hit us up. Let us know. You're probably friends of us. Um, if not, go on to the Facebook pages. Look us up, either Joseph Steele or Cameron Elkins. Send us a line. Let us know. We're working on our social media and stuff to get that stuff going. So this episode, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to land the plane because land we can talk for hours. We can. This episode has been brought to you by Guild Mortgage, Cameron Elkins. Hey, hey. If you are like, man, I really would like to get a house. Do I qualify? How much money do I ha need to have? What's my credit score look like? How could I make these things better? Cameron Elkins is your guy. He will not just bring professionalism, uh, and he promises he won't ignore the W-2s, even though it may bore him. He promises to put his best foot forward, and he will give you the best thing that you can get and give you hope. And if you're not laughing and having a cup of coffee <laughs> while doing it, it, you're going to have it.
And this this second podcast is also brought, also brought to you by Joe Steele and Steelhouse Coffee. If you're looking for a place to warm up that morning, a place to interact with a staff that is client forward and community forward and loving and passionate about what they do, pop into Steelhouse Coffee, bust out that cam sandwich, mm. get that warm cup of coffee in the morning. Get out of line at any of the other Starbucks or the, oh, no, I don't, maybe I shouldn't, maybe I shouldn't say names. Don't get out of line at Starbucks, but your next cup of coffee, allow that to be a mom and pop shop. Yep. Go support them and uh, go find that place where you can connect with people that are like-minded and that want to make a positive impact like you do. Thank you. Love you, bro. Love you, bro.